This podcast is brought to you by Kingdom at Work, a movement that seeks to inspire, equip, and ignite leaders to advance God's kingdom through their influence in the marketplace. Find out more at www.kingdomatwork.com, kingdomatwork.com. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him today as Martha and I broadcast to you from northern Georgia on location with Kathy Branzell from the Love 2020 movement. Boy, I can't wait for you to get some Christmas updates from Kathy Branzell. Thanks to all of you listening all over Tampa Bay on AM 570 and 910 at FM 102.1 in Lakeland and all over Jacksonville on 91.7, 91.9 in St. Augustine and 91.3 in Folkestone, Georgia and talk 100.3 and AM 1600. So grateful to all of you that tune in and just want to thank you for tuning in. Make sure you check us out online, iworkforhim.com. That's iwork, the number four, him.com. We'd love for you to be part of our Be the Gift campaign. If you check us out online, we'd love for you to help us grow the expansion. You've been touched by the message of I Work For Him. How can it touch those around the country? We could use your help to get started. Go out to iworkforhim.com, click on the Donate tab, and see how you can join our mission to impact the country for Christ. You know, Jim, I was just thinking there may be people today that are tuning in for the very first time. They have found us somewhere by just switching a dial. Maybe they didn't like the particular Christmas song that was playing or whatever on the radio. We could sing here. We certainly could. Not. Um, But anyway, I just want to thank them for uh, listening and let them know that we have a website where they can learn more about the mission of I Work For Him and look back at some of the other shows that we've done people we've had on and um, be inspired to think differently about their workplace. So that's iworkforhim.com. I work the number four him.com. We put our Facebook um, feed on there. We also um, have links to all of our social media. Something new that I've done is um, that has a YouTube link on the bottom. YouTube. What are you putting on YouTube? Are you doing videos when I'm not been around? Uh, we've been doing little videos at the end of the shows on some days. We're trying to get into this new habit um, to just kind of do a little synopsis of the show and to just in- maybe intrigue people. Maybe it's just for our own, you know, whatever. But it's it's just been another way because we know radio is hard. It's different because we're used to visual stimulation as well as audio. So this is just a way that people can, um, you know, they can see our lovely mugs. <laughs> All right. So check us out online. I work for him.com or I work for him on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, Twitter, and everywhere else you want to find us. We're, we're the only one. I work the number four him.com. You know, we're fast approaching 2019. What will it look like? Huh, wouldn't that be nice to know? Will we as Christ followers be given the chance to bring an authentic touch of Christ's love to those we work around before 2018 ends? What does that look like? How do we get involved? And what would that do to our country if every Christ follower listening to this show alone would do just that. Try to be authentic in touching those you work alongside, those you live alongside, those you go to church alongside, those you go to the grocery store alongside with a genuine touch of Christ. Well, like I said, we're on location in North Georgia today with Kathy Branzell from the Love 2020 movement. You can check it out online, love2020.org, love2020.org. Kathy Branzell, welcome back to I Work For Him. Hey, welcome to my house. It's nice. There are 78 Christmas trees all over. <laughs> That's enough reason to do a YouTube video. That's there right. We will, we will definitely do a YouTube video today around one of the Christmas trees. Probably not the Georgia Bulldogs one, though. That oh. might alienate some. 
some of our Florida listeners? Well, I always say that the SEC is proof of Jesus' love because we can yell and be crazy on Saturday during football day and sit next to each other in church and pray and worship. So, <laughs> yes. Maybe so. Jesus trumps SEC football. That's good to know, but sad that it has to be said out loud. But there might be people who disagree. In case they were a little confused, right? (laughs) Right, for sure. Yes, please don't send hate mail. And remember, as always, I grew up in Minnesota, which is why college football plays no part in my life at all. All I'm sorry for your loss. It is Well, that's right. It is part of what it is. Okay, so... It's Christmas season. Love 2020 is all about love. Christmas is all about love. I want to I want to hit on the show today some of that practical, tactical. How do we show what does the how look like with love 2020? But before we do that, you know, let's just start with favorite Christmas memories as we start this, you know, the, the month. We're just beginning of the month of December. We're talking about. Yeah. And you obviously like Christmas as we sit around your house and there are literally not 70 Christmas trees, but they're 13. Yes. There are 13 Christmas trees, which makes my sister, who you know, my sister Sue, Kathy, she only has six. So she will be a little upset that she's been trumped. Uh, she'll have to come visit. Yes, she will. Okay. So talk to us. Well, what's your, and we'll ask Martha this too, but just share your favorite Christmas memories or, or and we'll talk about the Christmas story in a minute, but what, what favorite Christmas memory? Uh, well, Christmas always looked different for uh, me growing up. You know, by the time I was 15, I'd lived in 18 different places. So, um, what uh, my because dad was you were military, there, right? military brat. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, and my dad was often gone. And so my mom really just went crazy at Christmas and decorating and cooking and everything else. I think she was just trying to compensate for my dad being gone. So that's probably where my 13 Christmas trees came from. Uh, they're all beautiful. They're all sentimental. They all mean something. They're all different. And so for me, the memory of memories and, um, you know, God says, tell of my faithfulness, tell of what I've done. And so really taking time at Christmas to remember all that God's done, not just this past year, but every year, but probably my favorite Christmas memory now, not in the moment, was uh, back in 2010, Christmas Eve service. And I was sitting in Christmas Eve service just crying so hard I could hardly breathe because it was supposed to be my son's last day of chemo. But uh, the doctors had not given us much hope and did not think the chemo was working well. And I remember sitting in service and saying, Lord, this was supposed to be a celebration. It was supposed to be a celebration. And God gently, lovingly whispered over my broken heart, tonight's about my son, not yours. Mm. Wow. And it really just set my perspective to remind me um, that God sent his son. Uh, and he sent his son as a sacrifice, not just as a teacher, not just as a model, but as a sacrifice. And so, um, but only to find out just a few days into the new year that the chemo had worked mm. and not only had it worked, but God gave us the miracle of, of regrowing, you know, part of Chandler's skull, his cheekbone that had been dissolved away by the cancer. 
And so that's uh, that's now my favorite memory, but it wasn't my favorite night Not at in the, the moment. time. Well, right. and you're about ready to celebrate eight more Christmas. You've had eight more Christmases with Chandler after that. That's right. That's right. So you said that this past weekend, the kids all came to town and, and your husband was in town and you decorated. It, it, take, it take an entire weekend to decorate the house then? Yeah. So that was the weekend after Halloween. Oh, the weekend after Halloween. Sorry. Yes. Well, that's, well, that's just like last weekend. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It, you know, uh, we had to fit it in in between, uh, in between trips and it, it had to go up. So, yes, it, it takes about a weekend to put all the trees up and then a whole nother day to put the village up. But it's fun mm-hmm. stuff. So I'm just wondering, though, if your kids will ever even put up a Christmas tree in their home after having to do 13 every year here. So actually, Chandler's big dream, you know, when he becomes this big media guy, he says he's going to own a home where he puts up Christmas and it stays up all year long and it's his Christmas house. Excellent. So at least I've got that from Chandler and Emily, uh, you know, put her Christmas tree up in her apartment uh, so that uh, they're even at school with her roommates. The stockings are all hung. Not on a chimney, but someplace. <laughs> or with care. Yeah, with, with care, but they are super excited about that. And she had to have a Christmas tree in her apartment, despite not even being there over Christmas. So. All right. Excellent. This is a workplace ministry show. So I really want to make yes. sure we talk about the workplace. When, yes. when you look at favorite Christmas memories, how is that a great opportunity? When we talk about Christmas, it seems to bring out a little bit of what always brings out emotion in people yeah. for one reason or another, for right. good or for bad. Give, give us some example, the last minute and a half of this, this segment, how, how we can use Christmas and the emotion of Christmas, either the good or the bad, to actually ha- engage people in a conversation about Christ. Well, I would say start thinking about everything that's happened this past year in your workplace. Let's start with that conversation when we come back about who has suffered loss, who's been through a divorce, who might be going through their first Christmas without their kids because now they have to share them every other holiday, who um, lost a parent, who is now caring for a parent in their home. Christmas looks different for people, and sometimes uh, for some of us in transition, it looks different every year. And so how in this moment, in this year, can you meet a need and love somebody and let that love flow out of Jesus and then a conversation about Jesus flow out of that love that you share? It's living with that level of intentionality that really makes a, a, a big difference, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. And, you know, I think one of the things that um, will be fun to have more conversation about after the break is this fact that, you know, people do have expectations at Christmas about, um, you know, people are supposed to be a little bit nicer in the cashier line and things like that. So what can we do to really be intentional about what people are already expecting? Just not on Christmas Eve when you're shopping. I don't, people won't be, they might be cranky that night. We'll be right back with lots more on I Work For Him as we talk with Kathy Brenzel from Love 2020. Really would love for you. You should. No, Martha tells me I should never say you should on the radio. I would love for you to join Martha and I in being a part of what Love 2020 is all about. Love2020.org. You could say, would you be willing to give it a try? Martha's just so nice. Yeah, I just like, let's, <laughs> let's not, one wait, radio, time, radio time goes really fast. I want to make, let's, this is really a cool thing that's going on. So it's kind of funny. Let's just talk about that for a minute. Because with your personality, you just don't want, you love people so much that you don't want them to miss out on anything. You will that's miss true. out. And he doesn't want to waste time getting to that fact. He's just like, do this because this is great. Do this because it's great. And so that's the conversation that we often have 
have between the two of us, you know, is just that um, we just have different approaches. I want to, I like to give people all the reasons why it might be really good for them to check this out. And you're like, you know what? I love you so much. Do it. Yes. And Jesus says, just trust me. And and Jesus says, yeah. (laughs) Kathy, love2020.org. People go out there. What are they going to find? What what is this all about? So just finding all different ways that they can show the love of Jesus and share his message and have these great Jesus conversations. This is just about connecting and communicating and celebrating all that God has called you to do and to make it simple. You don't have to have some great theologian background, uh, you know, and and know your, your Bible inside and out and be able to answer every question or to have a degree in apologetics. What you need to be able to do is just talk to people with love, show people love in very practical ways, and to pray. So we talk about prayer, care, share, and that's what you find on Love 2020 is just ways that we can help and also ways that you can get involved with other ministries in collaboration and unity in the body of Christ to, to share that love. But that, that's like this big global scale. Uh, and we have a lot of people listening that, that they maybe work in a one or two person office or maybe they work in five person office and, and they're going, OK, but how can I make a difference? They're wanting to know, give me the, give me the practical. How can I make a difference? Can one person make a difference in a five person office? Absolutely. You can make a difference in a two person office. It starts with relationship. And maybe, uh, I think one of the hardest things that there is to do right now is listen because we're just blasted with all these different messages. And so (laughs) he's trying not to listen. (laughs) I can't listen to you. (laughs) Exactly. But, you know, even think about it, you know, you'll have a TV on, you're looking at your phone, you're answering an email, your spouse is talking to you and really you're not listening to anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just how the human brain works. You've shut down and not paying attention to anything or one thing. And so what has happened in your office? What has happened this past year? What conversations? One of the things that I've loved is I like to hear people say, oh, if money wasn't an object Mm. or someday I'll, I I do this with my sister-in-law. I listened to her for years say, someday I will have a set of Christmas dishes. Someday I will go to this place. Someday, someday. And I take those someday conversations, those dream conversations, those just pick up on little things that people have said that they need or something that would be a grand surprise, something about their family, whatever it is, uh, something that they're struggling with, and then meet that need this year. Surprise something with something spectacular or something that's just simple and needed, uh, whether it's a meal, whether it's a conversation, maybe it's an invitation to dinner. And this isn't always going to be easy. Christmas gifts, love gifts throughout our lifetime are not always easy to give. They can be very inconvenient, but the cross wasn't convenient either. I keep remembering that. So having somebody join you and your family for Christmas dinner Mm. might not be your idea of how you really want to spend Christmas, but what if it's their first Christmas without their spouse? What if it's the first Christmas that their kids are spending with their ex spouse. Mm -hmm. What what does that look like? And so anyway, start listening, but always connect that love with the overflow of Christ's love in your heart. 
So let's go back to that conversation we started before the break where we were talking about, you know, in the workplace, um, you know, what are, people kind of have an expectation for December. Yeah. You know, let's talk about that. They, that um, maybe they set some of their animosity aside. They expect there's going to be some little everybody bring cookies to the workplace and they're going to actually participate when maybe they normally wouldn't. Right. Because, so, so what do you think that lends itself to if we know that people are a little bit more flexible in December. How can we love on them? It's an open door to to know that. So we often think of New Year's resolutions and, you know, after after January 1st or on January 1st, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be that. I'm going to start bringing soup and bread or salads into lunch once a month for all of my coworkers. I'm going to bring special coffee and coffee creamers in. I'm going to all these different little ways that just say you're special and you matter. Um, and so, but why not December when people are expecting it, when even people who are often offended by us talking about our faith and Jesus, well, they're really kind of watching us and expecting it. They might even be kind of disappointed, you know, if we don't show up right. with, with those cookies and with that love. And also I would say for people like, uh, teachers, people in the military and all that know your rights because a lot of times we cower so in your workplace you need to know what your religious rights are a lot of teachers don't know that they can read straight out of the bible uh, during the month of christmas uh, during the month of december at christmas time because christmas is culturally relevant it is a calendar Mm. holiday in the united states of america if you were doing a a unit on india you would probably say something about Hinduism. If you were, you know, teaching about Israel, you would talk about the Jewish culture and um, talk about Hanukkah. Well, at Christmas time, it is absolutely legal to sing religious hymns and to read out of the Bible to explain while we are staying. Now, you don't have an altar call to the chalkboard. Same thing in the workplace. You know, find out, uh, be respectful, be, be right. respectful, but most of all, be loving. So... Um, you know, I was just thinking, okay, number one, encouraging people to go within their industry because it, it is different for the rights that they have, whether who they work for, the size of the organization, whether it's right. government or, or whatever it is, but finding out what those rights are. But, you know, one of the things that we really want to focus on, and, and just to remind our listeners, we are talking with Kathy Branzell from love2020.org. And please check out their website. Look at it. Get involved. Jim's laughing because I said, please, instead of you gotta, right? You were just Yes, I was. (laughs) So, but one of the things that um, we have really, um, we want our listeners to hear is that this is not a, these conversations are not just for the leadership of an organization. Absolutely not. So, Yes, you may be the principal of the school, but you also may be a teacher's aide. And both of those people can have the same impact because we all have people that we influence and touch every day. And that's what this conversation is about. What you is may this? be the janitor. Actually, and, and cafeteria which, worker, yeah, the, yeah, the sales the, clerk, yeah, so I mean, wherever yeah. you or are. Or even, even a, people. a, a right. parent that works in the classroom as a volunteer, you know, all in the context of school, just having that conversation. What are you, what, you know, what opportunity does God give you to love on the people that you're working around and impacting? Right. There's no, you know, there's no rank. If you're in the military, love has no rank. Mm. Uh, God called us all to love and to love with all. 
You know, that's we're talking with Kathy Brenzel. Like we said, up in North Georgia today, we're really excited to be here. Where the leaves are, the leaves are changing or have changed or have fallen off. It was a gorgeous, crisp morning this morning in the 30s, and we're talking about Love 2020. And what's the impact? Love 2020. The whole idea behind Love 2020 is for out for every Christ follower to bring an authentic touch to everyone they know in this country by 2020, so that everybody in this country can actually experience an authentic touch of Christ. It's what we talk about every day on the air about the I Work for Him Nation pledge, bringing, praying for those people that you work alongside each and every day, looking for ways to serve them over and above what your job requires, looking for ways to befriend them outside of the workplace because relationship is where you get to show them love, right, Kathy Branzel? Exactly. It all starts with relationship because you have to know a person to love a person. It's why I love to travel because you get to love new people and places. And when you experience them, their culture, their home, when you listen to their stories, when you know a little bit more about their life. I mean, I love that I know, have known you guys for, for a couple of years now. We're still, we'll tell a story and go, I didn't know that about you. Well, it's just one more way to love you. And so the relationship is really at the heart of love. Well, there's a lot of those stories that you don't know. <laughs> you don't know what you don't know. Two, two and a half years, That's you don't know. Great. You don't know all those stories. All right, so let's. You know, we only got a minute left in this segment. So why don't, why don't you just give one as as we look at. Let's see, each one of us just give one practical thing we can do between now and the end of December to show love to somebody in a workplace. Martha, you first. Well, you know, I was just thinking about the conversation we had with the FedEx driver dropping stuff off because it's you and I in our office, but we get deliveries. And so loving on that person who is serving us so well. And um, we have already talked about ways that we can do that by Get to know his first name. Brian, our UPS driver. That's got right. Name. The FedEx guy keeps changing, but the, well, the UPS guy changed because they're going to give him a <laughs> book. A get a snacks out for them. So let's continue. Somebody in my subdivision is doing this. Now we're yeah. going to do it. Put some bottled water, some granola bars, maybe individual packs of cookies or crackers and say, thank you for all that you do through us for us throughout the year. Here, have a snack on mm-hmm. us. Well, and here in Florida, where you guys are all listening today, even though we're in North Georgia, I mean, our, one of my neighbors puts out Gatorade for the garbage guys uh, twice a week because it's hot. I mean, we left yesterday. It was 82 and 85% humidity. Sorry it's, for everybody else listening. You're listening to I Work For Him as Martha and I are in North Georgia today with Kathy Branzell from Love 2020. That's right. And so it is, um, we're getting to enjoy a little bit of winter wonderland in Kathy's home with all of her Christmas trees. And it's just really... Um, it's great to be able to have in this conversation about love, Jim, because of the fact that um, a lot of people are open to it this time of year. People that normally maybe are a little bit cranky or don't like what they do on a daily basis, um, they all everybody tries to find joy in one way or another. And let's take that and love on other people. Well, That's really what Love 2020 well, I is I want to bring up, you know, we had a little... Um Hallmark Channel, uh, you know, night the other night in Indian Rocks Beach. So we're Martha and I live in Indian Rocks Beach, Florida, and there was the Christmas tree lighting. Yes. And, you know, in Florida, for those of you listening outside of Florida, you have to understand it's hot and muggy almost all year long. And on Saturday night, they actually did a Hallmark moment right in our, our very little town. <laughs> they gathered the, the, the whole town together. There was 500 people. It's only a 4,000 person town. And they uh, were singing Christmas carols, even Jesus Christmas Carol, Silent Night, they were singing. It was very, very nice. Yes. And they had, of course, uh, a, a lots of decorations and a huge tree. Yep. And they did the countdown to the tree Wait, lighting. Wait, there was an invocation. 
Yes, and there was a prayer. Yes. That's right. And then they did the whole big countdown and flip the switch and the tree lights up and then Santa comes in and then the snow bubble machine That's came right. on. And it was it was fun. But those are the kinds of events that you can invite friends and neighbors to. And of course in Florida, one of the greatest traditions in Florida Christmas time, the boat parades. Yes. The yes. boat parades. Yes. So, you know, so let's just Those take that social moments to be able to show love to people. Exactly. And let's just take that kudos for our little town that, you know what? They weren't beating people over the head. They weren't saying you have to go to this church. They weren't whatever. And that's why I said the word invocation, because it was a, you know, it was a very um, a safe environment to just show a little bit of Jesus's love. But they did it. And um, whether they meant to or not, it was a loving moment. And we brought people alongside of us and just enjoyed that. And you saw the the um, the pleasure that people had. So really, that's the kind of stuff that can perpetuate throughout the season and take that to the next level. Say, you know, hey, why don't you come with us and do this? Be a part of our family for an evening. Yeah, absolutely. Because the worst thing that can happen at Christmas is to be alone. Mm-hmm. And um, for a lot of people, the holidays can be very painful. And so just inviting somebody to go somewhere with you. Uh, one of my, my, my favorite parts about the Christmas story. God with us, mm. Emmanuel, that that God came to dwell in flesh with us. But more, even more importantly, right here and now, is He's still God with us. Right. And so that's actually the conversation that that may come out of getting people to come spend time with you, so they're not alone uh, over the holidays, and for them to understand they're never really completely alone mm. well and there's a lot of the, i mean that's at christmas time it seems like you know the, the that it gets exacerbated people who are lonely who have experienced who've suffered loss they've, they've they've had some pain in the last year that kind of thing that seems to really just i don't know just overtake people where they're like they don't even want to celebrate it's like somebody that's lost their mom has a hard time with mother's day but on christmas it's doesn't matter what your loss has been it just seems like Ooh, it, it, uh, they're, they're missing that family member. Right, right. And to remember the greatest gain came on Christmas. The greatest gift came on Christmas. And, and so also uh, as, a, as a Christ follower, making sure you don't isolate yourself. We talk about what we can do for others, but uh, to, to also be thinking outside of ourselves, beyond ourselves. And so if you're that person who does... Um, have a hard time with holidays. If this Christmas is going to be more difficult, maybe than last year or the year before, then what can you do for someone else? How can you go express love? Because um, you you give love, you get love. You give love, you get love. It's a beautiful thing, and and you can't out bless God, and you can't out love Him. And so, what can you do outside of yourself, outside of your four walls, outside of your office um, four walls? What can you do for someone else? How can you show that love and get it at Christmas? Well, let's give that practical. Let, let's let's do the practical love twenty twenty Christmas moments of two thousand and eighteen. What what do those look like? Let's just let's just brainstorm for our listeners today um, of what what that can look like. Not only in our workplaces uh, because our workplaces all look so different, but also in our neighborhoods and, and also out there when we're shopping, which 
That's right. a horrible experience shopping at Christmas time. <laughs> now, now, for some Cyber people, Cyber shopping it is, is just the greatest no, thing for ever. for some people, that is something, that's a highlight, something that they look forward to. For Jim, Call into the listener not. line, 866-713-9675. If you love to Christmas shop, you leave us a message, and you and Martha, maybe you, you can guys have some would, counseling. That's right. That's great. <laughs> no, the, but those are places, you know, to show love and to show kindness, because we don't see that. It's interesting how love stands out. That if you're kind to somebody, if you're pulling out your shopping cart and somebody's standing there and you hand them your cart, you know, that takes what, all of a, a second and a half. And they're, they're the startled look on their face, yeah. like you're putting me before you, what, mm-hmm. you know, or if you go, you only have a couple of things and I've got a cart full, go in front of me. What? You know, or if you you're know, at Aldi so and you give somebody your cart for free. Oh, my oh God. that would be a big deal. Wow. You know, so that, that just made me think of something. I was at the hardware store. I needed a battery. This lady had this huge basket in of things to check out. The store was closing. She let me go first. Well, she let this other lady go first and then she she let me go first, and she said, well, you know, the Advent calendar that I'm using this year said today to let somebody go in front of you in line, and she let two people go, wow. And but she was, you know, there. I've seen that on social media where there's things to help you with that, even if you cannot possibly think on your own yep. what to do. Right. This was giving you some intentionality, and love I it. love that, and I'm love like, okay. well, you, double yep. bonus. So, and beyond that, to answer your question, because, you know, you put, you, put, finger you put Martha and I in a room together, and we'll We'll just, you know, completely ignore you. Sorry, Jim. You know, cha 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 But the other thing that people kind of expect in the office, in the workplace, is that they're going to do something for their community. They're mm. going to do something outside the walls of the, the whole organization for Christmas. And so whether it's collecting school supplies or doing an angel tree and making mm-hmm. sure every child has a gift, making sure every family has a meal, um, you know, what is it? What is the need in your community? If you don't know, call your mayor, go see your police chief, mm-hmm. find out about uh, people that are incarcerated and find out what their families are doing for Christmas. Right. Will Will the child of somebody in jail get a Christmas present? Mm-hmm. What does that look like? Will they get an invitation to a Christmas Eve service? Those those kind of things. Book drives. Right. There's a hundred ideas. Well, and that always makes me sad because I think we at Christmas time between Thanksgiving and New Year's, that is what uh, it, it seems like. That's the when the majority of people make donations and actually do kind deeds around their town. Right. Yet those needs are the same all year long. Right. Make it a habit. So, yeah. How do we how do we make that a habit? But l- l- let's go back to the conversations. I want to give good, good ideas. All right. So we are at the gas station. Give me some love 2020 things we can do here this Christmas season. Gas station. Martha. Well, at the gas station, um, you could, well, I have this very big need to straighten up the shelves. <laughs> that might be an over over exaggeration. When well, we finish the show, I'm going to take Martha up to my linen closet. These little cut loose the there. Station, they, will think, they will think that you're shopping. Gift cards. Gift cards are a great thing. Gift cards. Yep. Saying Merry Christmas. You know what? I love to wear Christmas t-shirts. And just making it a part of what I, you know, I'm presenting myself that way, whether I'm getting gas or whatever I'm doing. We're what at you- the Christmas parade on Neem Rocks Beach, Heather's Sunday Christmas parade. Yes. And I'm wearing my Case for Christ shirt that I got after I interviewed Lee Strobel, thanks to Kathy Branzell of Love 2020. And, uh, and, and one of our uh, neighbors said, hey, is that a conversation starter? Tell me about that. 
Yeah. So, nice. And he has a very unique background, and it was a phenomenal very conversation. very intentional. Right. So it was very, very cool. Kathy Branzell, the gas station. Give us a gas station love 2020 moment. Oh, gift cards. Always paying it forward, giving it forward, thinking uh, it. I buy gift cards, and I just know that God's going to take me somewhere to someone in the next few days where he goes and get it out of your purse and give it to him. Mm. Okay. And uh, so it's a divine setup. You, you guys totally go in a different direction. Okay, I'm thinking, what would you, you do, can, you I'm pump thinking, somebody's gas? Pump somebody's gas. Okay. A, a couple times I have been there and I've, I've watched some older ladies just struggling with like, how do I get this stupid thing to work sure. kind of thing? Pump their gas for yes. them. Check their oil for them. Wash their windshield. I don't just practice. I just went to the practical You might scare stuff. them. Yeah. Well, and again, <laughs> you might be a, like, you want to do what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, let's see. Neighborhood. Neighborhood love 2020 moments during the Christmas season. Kathy Branzell. Ugh. Go to your neighbors, cookie swaps, anything mm-hmm. that you can do together. Go Christmas caroling. Like I said, leave a basket of goodies out for all the delivery people. Um, do Secret Santa. Uh, we we, uh, we boo people at Halloween where you, you leave a, a basket of goodies, uh, a jack-o'-lantern of goodies, and then they pass it forward, pass it forward. And so you could Secret Santa, you know, your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You can do something. Our, our neighborhood is collecting food. There's something different every weekend that's going on. So come together, do things together. Um, hot apple cider dessert gatherings, Christmas Eve service. Those are great. We did a potluck. We did a potluck yes. last weekend. We're yep. going to do a, a, a really a get together on New Year's Eve. Yep. Invite everybody in the neighborhood, yep. and and we just we we invite everybody. Now we live in a townhouse neighborhood of thirty townhouses. We just invite everybody. Not yes. everybody comes, but we make sure everybody's welcome. And we don't serve alcohol. We tell people, hey, if you want to, you know, bring along some wine, feel free feel free to bring it. And we're just going to have a great time, just sit around talking, and we will watch the ball drop in New York City, and um, and the, usually watch the fireworks in London or whatever. But it's just a time just to get together with people in a non-threatening manner. That's always fun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Football. Well, I don't know about the non-threatening manner, but <laughs> that might be but threatening. Bowl season. Football. People bowl just season get so is the best time. You know. Food. Yes. You bring, food. bring around food. If you feed them, they will come. You know, Jim. I just want to before we close this out. You were saying, you know, why we always do this this time of year? But you know, Kathy and I were having that conversation. It's like people are expecting it now, so let's get in the habit, and then let's let it get into the next year too, and not just leave it for Christmas time, but let's embrace it. And let's really do it um, well during this Christmas season. And then that can maybe open people's hearts to who knows what they might experience next year where they need a friend. And depending on what your gift may be, one of the one of the things I love to do is we've got neighbors next door to us that we love to help. And I'm always looking at their car. And every once in a while, she gets a new rub on her car that I've many times taken um, – uh, of, of polishing, rubbing compound. Cut, rubbing compound and cutting the scratches out Aww. of her car. You know, just things nice. because that's what I love to do. I love to help detail cars. So, wow. you know, however we can serve our neighbors, but just to do something out of the box. But as Christ followers, this is stuff we shouldn't just be doing in the month of Christmas. Right. We should be doing it all year long. But why not? As launch you guys are saying, the lifestyle. launch the lifestyle, launch the love 2020 lifestyle in December 2018. You're listening to I Work Rim. We are at Kathy Branzell's home, Winter Wonderland. It's actually Actually, Christmas Central, I think, is probably a better word for it. And this is I Work For Him, just in case you didn't know that. Jim's having a lot of fun at my expense today. But we are so thankful that you have joined us on the show today. And one of the things I'm really hoping that you take away from our conversation is that you have the potential to be 
Jesus to somebody today and to change and make this lifestyle of loving on people way more intentionally. And we just want to encourage you and hope that you've gotten some ideas and thinking about it differently, that your God has given you your family, your neighborhood, your workplace, the people that you come in contact to in our communities um, for a purpose and to steward that very well. So we're glad to have Kathy here with us today, and um, we hope that our listeners have gained a lot from it. So let's talk about, I'm just going take it away from Jim. So Jim, Kathy and Jim I are... Who? Jim who? I don't know <laughs> I'll just turn my is. mic off. So, Very no, good. Going so we were talking about, um, we wanted to have a conversation about ex- the word expect. Yes, because we've used that word. People are expecting us to be loving. They're expecting us to bring up Jesus in the month of December. But that word expect, expectations can also bring the greatest disappointments. Mm. And so um, I, I have the blessing of you guys often asking me, so what's Jesus been teaching you lately? <laughs> and it's usually kind of painful. Um, and, 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 um, but I thank him for his discipline and how he disciples me in all different ways. And the one thing he's been pointing out to me, especially this year, is Kathy, get rid of your expectations of mm. others. Because uh, y- y- every every holiday, I think, for our family here on out, once your kids are grown, yeah. e- even when your kids are growing up, Christmas holidays every day can be different. Yeah. There's no new normal for us. For those of you who have suffered loss and you talk about, I'm trying to find my new normal. I'm I'm not really sure what normal is, but um, if we can go into it with just wanting to have Emmanuel moments, experiences, let's call it that for, for Christmas, Emmanuel experiences, God with us experiences. Mm -hmm. And I learned painfully over Thanksgiving, I needed to toss my expectations out. I had this picture of what the holiday was going to look like. And, you know, we were all going to be fishing and we were all going to be playing our card games. We were all going to be doing all that we used to do. But my daughter had this great idea to serve. And she spent most of Thanksgiving serving another group of people who love her, appreciate her, respect her. And she's a light in that Mm -hmm. place. But I stressed out and then caused her more stress Mm -hmm. because she wasn't having fun, because she wasn't resting and gearing back up for finals for this, you know, end of the semester. And I actually almost ruined all of our holiday time together by being stressed that she wasn't unstressing. And and so... um, And so I would just say, whatever you're thinking your Christmas dinner table might look like, whatever Christmas Eve, whatever with family, anytime you bring another human being into the factor, you can decide what you're going to expect from yourself and how you're going to give, how you're going to love, how you're going to yield. You know, it might be that uh, you have a sister-in-law or a mother-in-law or a mom that likes things done a certain way, or they have to have that dish done that way, Mm -hmm. or that um, everybody's presents have to be wrapped in a specific kind of wrapping paper. Um, Well, that's okay. That (laughs) That's not crazy at all. That's me. Uh, and, And so I would say, if it's not simple and it's not hurtful, then ask yourself, why not? Mm. Why, why can't I meet this need? Why can't I make this more fun for them? Why, but 
but we've got to kind of wipe the whiteboard clean of what we think our, our expectations are for this season on others. Mm. But with family, family at Christmas time, it, it, there's, there's so much stress with family. And, and as your kids get older and your kids aren't married yet, but then your kids get, then get married and then the first boyfriends and girlfriends come and then marriage and then kids. I mean, just life gets complicated. Yeah. And, and Christmas is one of those seasons where we're supposed to celebrate, but sometimes showing that authentic touch of Christ is the toughest to do to the family, to those that we supposedly love. I mean, the ones we share blood with. Right. Um, and so how, what does that look like? I mean, how do we bring the Love 2020 attitude to a family gathering where there may be somebody there that... Uh, we don't necessarily see eye to eye with, I mean, whether it's, I'm not talking about politics. I'm talking about there's hurt in the past that's never been dealt with. Right. I mean, what, what's that look like? What's a love 2020 mo- uh, moment look like there? Yielding. Yielding. What do you mean? Yielding. So um, first there has to be forgiveness, uh, whether they've asked for it or not, because scripture says, forgive as your father, heavenly father has forgiven you and that measure that you forgive, that's the measure you'll be forgiven. And so um, remember that forgiving somebody doesn't make what they did right. It makes you all right. Mm. And and you're just saying, God, I'm going to give this to you and I'm going to forgive as you've forgiven me. So whatever that is, I mean, it, it might be um, that you're at a family member's house eating off the dining room, your grandmother's dining room table that you feel they swiped from you. You know, that grandma told you you were going to get that table and there it sits in, you know, your brother's house or sister's. I mean, right. what, whatever it is, you need to just, you've got to let it go and let God and let love launch. Is it okay to sing the song family. when you're doing that then? I let it go. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I actually think that so, that's part um, of why that song was so exactly. popular. All the parents. Everybody's going, got something. they got to let, let it go. go. Everybody. <laughs> so, cast your cares. And so there's that piece of it. Okay. So bring this all back into a workplace conversation because every day we work alongside people that's right who you have took this my contract of- you took my customer you took my commission you took my you took my you took my mm-hmm. well was it really yours did god you know was there like a finger writing on your wall that said you get this customer how how is it who is it that you're there to serve if you really work for him and it's not about the commission that you really want to love the customer with the love of Jesus Christ. If you really want that person, that project, that product to be done with excellence and the people around you to be loved and Christ to be glorified, then we can't make it about us. So that means a whole lot of yielding, a whole lot of forgiveness and a whole lot of giving. Give it away and see what God gives you back. How do we, but but I, I love that. Because at work, we should be the number one example of excellence in our workplace, and we should absolutely be the number one demonstration of love your neighbor as yourself. Uh, I mean, selfless living at work. I mean, that that should describe us, Um, but it doesn't mean that we can't excel. But I was even asking that question, okay, we got a lot of people we work alongside that have that kind of family pain that they bring with them every day to work. And we wonder why they're cranky. We wonder why they're sullen. We wonder why it takes five cups of coffee in the morning just to get them to be, you know, even palatable. Hey, hey, some of us (laughs) on the show right now. That's right. Okay. But remember, I mean, we've talked about this before. Every fruit has a root. And so every good fruit, you know, every godly fruit has the Holy Spirit root, but every hurtful fruit has a root. And so 
when you say that person, whether they're at your dinner table or they're in your workplace or they sit next to you at school or they're your teacher or they're that student, whatever it is, you need to see them as an opportunity, not an obstacle to your joy that God has put them in your path for you to love them. And remember, we talked about relationships. So it goes back to what have I heard them say? What hurt, what root have I, um, you know, have they exposed to me or go find out just, Hey, can we have coffee? Hey, can we have ice cream? Hey, can we, and the ice cream was something that I did a very long time ago with somebody who just wanted to wipe me off the planet ministry wise, cause they had it covered and they turned out to be one of my closest friends. And it started with me saying, Hey, I just, uh, feel like, you know, you, you, uh, I don't know you. I don't know your ministry. I'd really like to get to know you better. Can I buy you some ice cream? And so what and ice cream is does it? solve almost Lunch? all problems, yes, especially chocolate. Mm, yes. <laughs> but, you know, I do. I love the fact that it just goes back to letting go of some of those expectations, right? You know, because you can walk into a situation and expect that it's just going to be tense and and ugly. But you know what? What love can do a lot if we just um, would let go of that. Well, and it's so important that we understand that hurting people hurt people. Right. And at this time of year, hurting people are hurting so badly that they are almost like a cesspool of hurt that's flowing out of them. Yeah, Yeah. they're a hurricane hurricane of hurt. hurt, Right. Mm -hmm. And and so as we're trying to live out love 2020, that whole attitude, which is really what Jesus asked us to do. I mean, just let's love your neighbor as yourself. He didn't say love your really likable neighbor as yourself. He just said, love your neighbor as yourself. And he demonstrated it, you know, and he picked the Samaritan person to be the, the, the demonstration of it. So as we, as we close out the show, just to understand that love 2020, is just a, it's just a mindset, isn't it, Kathy? It really is a, a mindset that's, that is a lifestyle. And so launch love here at Christmas so that it can be your lifestyle for 2019 and beyond. Perfect. Love2020.org is the organization. Love2020.org. Check out Kathy Branzell and her team there and how you can get involved in 2019, bringing an authentic touch of Jesus Christ to your workplace, your family, your neighborhood. Kathy Branzell, thanks for hosting us here in North Georgia today. Merry Christmas. You've been listening to I Work Rim with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him. 